Welcome to this week's episode for the Community Podcast, where we have joining us from the See You Tuesday podcast, Jonathan Bayonne, aka the self-proclaimed hookah poppy himself. Uh, he comes on and talks about a topic that he just recently covered on his podcast as well, communication. You know, everyone always talks about how they want it and, you know, what it what it is and how important it is, but no one ever talks about practicing it. You know, or, or even how it was like trying to communicate with their parents growing up, because that plays a huge role in how you communicate. Um, so the three of us, including Jimmy, we sit here and, and talk about not just the importance of communication in your relationships, like significant otherwise, but how family and workplace and all of that good stuff, how it all comes together. Time. You said 8.30. I'm good. Whoa, whoa. Jimmy, what time I said? I thought you said 8 o'clock. No, you really hold on. <laughs> I could have sworn I said 8 o'clock, bro. This, this is what the episode is about right here, communication. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fact. Oh, damn, you did say 8. Damn. I'm on Haitian time. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on Haitian time. My fault, my fault. Sheesh. <laughs> Do y'all see this? I communicated well this time. Nah, you did great. You did great. That's me. That's me. I appreciate that, King. But but not nah, like like for real, Bayon. You actually just recently did an episode, so I kind of want I kind of wanted your take first because you know it's fresh on your dome, and you know we pretty much feed off of that. Like what what's what's so important about communication? Man, communication goes a long way. From we can talk about sports, we can talk about even having a group with your podcast members, from setting up trips with family members and friends, and even work. Shit goes a long way because it can fuck you up mentally. Um, I will say, when I spoke to you about relationships, I was telling you about how one of my things is I have a hard time telling somebody how I feel because I don't know how would, how they would react to it. So I would hold it in, which kind of hurts the relationship. I'd rather tell a friend of mine. And I was also saying that in my podcast as well. People tend to go to their friend because they're closer to them mm-hmm. rather than go to their mm-hmm. partner because they feel like hey i'm going through this and this and that and then sometimes it'll go and then the, your relationship with your girlfriend or whatever she'll say to her friend all right and now it's just he say she say they only hear one part of the story so it's not really that mutual person to be in the middle of it all right so then it kind of makes the relationship kind of toxic because then it goes back to yo you didn't like you told me you wouldn't tell such and such about what was going on with us but then again fucking did the same exact shit right. and then they end up clashing heads and then they end up breaking up because they lack some communication I think that's actually a big thing in relationships too it is essential in relationships but then you'll see the people ask about or you know oh in my next relationship it gotta have communication it can't be this mm-hmm. it can't be this that, and the third I feel as though if you don't actively practice the art of communication you can't get good at it it's almost like you're waiting for you think just because you experience uh, something without communication that you're just going to automatically go into something new and just be communicator of the year and that's just not the case but you're not you're not quite able to know how to pick and choose situations where it for example me i love to give people advice but there were times where um i wasn't listening to uh improve i was more so hearing to respond so i already knew how i was going to respond you know i, I already got it fixated in my head so i kind of tune out the rest of their story and what they need to hear because i'm like ah i got the answer already 
and I'm just ready to give it. I'm going to wait for them to finish. Um, but something like that, it takes practice. You know, it took practice. That led to a lot of arguments. And, uh, you know, I always felt like I had the answer for it or, you know, it just thought I was communicating the year. In actuality, I really wasn't. It's little things like that, you know, whether it's eye contact, uh, body language, you know, if the most obvious example of fail failure to communicate is like if someone's talking to you and you're in your phone or, you know, you're looking around or, you know, you kind of your your body just says like, yo, I'm not here right now, but I'm here right now. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so like all those things play a role, but like it all boils down to the speak on what needs to be spoken on. Yeah. Not listening, but speaking. And um, I think that's a big problem with a lot of people like I have actually been criticized that I listen too much. As crazy as that sounds. Uh, very focused on what somebody is saying. So any little hitch or mess up in your words or something, then I have to ask questions based on that. And a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, you know what I mean. No, I have, I'm asking questions because I want to be, I'm 100% sure on what you right. mean. I've seen it not only in relationships, like mm -hmm. sexual relationships, but also friendships especially that I have my father right. talking to him. Like you said, he already has something in his head on how he's going to answer the question or say what he has to say, or he always has something on his mind and he's got to get off his chest. Right. So coming to him and saying, oh no, this is what I mean, or trying to clarify what's going on or what the situation is means nothing to him. So him right. coming back with the rebuttal, topic you're like what are you talking about i'm trying to say this and then he's like well what are you talking about and that's where the miscommunication happens you right, know what right, I'm right. Saying? and uh i think that's very important very important is to is to listen and uh you know comprehend like the brother said comprehension is key understanding listening not to respond but listening to understand i have a bad habit of either like i there's no middle ground. Like I'm, I've always been in search of balance. Like I'm either all the way one way or I'm all the way the other way. So either my communication really sucks or I'm literally just telling you my every single move. Like it went from, I wouldn't tell my shorty, for example, like, yo, I'm about to go play basketball after work. It'd just be, I went straight to go play basketball. And then like, she might be looking for me and like, yo, where were you? And then it went from, all right, I'm about to go to the store and I'm gonna head to the gym and then I'm about to go see my mom. And then I'm probably gonna eat something in between there and then head to the gym. All you had to do was say, you talk to me later. Knowing what, like, and that that's the only, I guess, recent example I have of basically being an over communicator because that, that's apparently been a one thing that I've gotten from a few people where it's like, you know what you could do better? You could communicate a little better. And then I feel like that leaves no room for like conversation later it's like you knew what I was doing from eight to nine like why are we talking about it now like I get it you care to ask but it's like there's no room for like wandering like it doesn't allow for the people to be individuals because everything yes. is like combined it's like okay I know what she's doing this time when she's doing this how she's doing this da, 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 blah, blah, blah. so by the time you guys come together it's like you don't need to talk about it because you know exactly how I went I think this communication and the fact that you're so dependent upon them to be doing something at a certain time that right. you make a move based on that and then when they don't then it's like yo what, what are you doing like well, you said you was gonna do this and it's like all right well on my way from playing basketball i stopped and got gas and grabbed a, yeah. a, a pizza yeah. and it took an extra half an hour and then now she looking for you saying oh you know you know what i'm saying like yeah because i think that depends on the person because there's been times where there's always that one per I guess that's clinginess where the person always wants mm. to know what you're doing bugaboo because uh -huh. like your point when you tell them like yo I'm doing this 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 like 
I'm going to the gym, I'm gonna go see my mom and stuff like that. Some people like that, where some people who kind of want that space, they will just be like, okay, you could have just told me like, you're gonna talk to me later. You right. could just say that one thing like, yo, I'm going to the gym. And then who, like, who cares if they don't, really don't care how long you've been in the gym for, but right. they know you're doing something and you're busy. Because I've been in certain, I would tell them I'm gonna go play ball. Right. But it's like, what are you doing after ball? Like, why didn't you just tell me you're doing that after ball? You know what I'm saying? So that varies on the person. And that comes back to communication because some people in the beginning stages of relationships, that's what they want to hear. Like, yo, I want you to be, to tell me everything that you're doing. I think that's problematic because you should be able to give that person space. All right. I don't want to wake, it's cool to wake up good morning, but I can't text you throughout the whole entire day because like I'm already drained once I get off work and now you want to FaceTime when I get off work and speak about pretty much what we spoke about earlier and you know exactly what happened earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Is this something where you feel as though in the talking stage or the beginning part or whatever you want to call it? Because, you know, we millennials have all types of different names for whatever mm -hmm. it is we're doing with somebody. Yeah. Kayla wants to say, how important is it to communicate? Is it is it too early to have certain conversations? Is that a thing? All right, boom, here's everything, blah, blah, blah. I just want you to know X, Y, and Z from the jump. So that way there's no surprise. That's still very, like I said, that goes back to varying on that bond, on that talking stages with that person. Because those talking stages are great. But once that title situation, when you become boyfriend and girlfriend, Ooh. it feels a real different. It, yeah. It's not the same anymore. It's, it's like, you know what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? Like, right. I should be able to know what you're doing and you know what I'm doing. We shouldn't have any incident. You shouldn't be upset if I'm like, yo, like, give me a little space to do. If I want to work on myself, if I'm reading a book, if I'm trying to grow by myself, but at the same time, like, I want you to be able to do your own thing too. I think that's really important. Yeah, the just the ability or the freedom to be an individual. You know, I feel but like I do suck at telling the person like I don't know what it is. Whenever I'm in the talking stages, I kind of continue of just letting that girl just can talk to me every single day, and I don't know how to get out of the habit of telling her like, hey, like you know, I don't mind just like talking to you like when I'm off work, like or after I'm at after the gym, like they want to hear from me, like. I'm not gonna tell you nothing, all right? I'm gonna just wake up, start my day. <laughs> I'm gonna text you when I see fit. I'm gonna call, I'll answer your text or answer your call if need be. But I'm not, nah, I'm not, I don't like being on my phone, period, while I'm working and trying to get things done. You know, that's just not really an option for me as far as my happiness and my mental health. They come to me with the problem, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, why? Why haven't you texted me all day? Or why, or what you been up to? Like, let me make this clear now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if this is gonna be a problem for you moving forward, then unfortunately I can't pursue this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and to be honest, like I think it's preparing you for your future, not speaking all the time because any married couples who's gonna listen to it, they may attest to this. It's like, once you get married and you start having kids, like it ain't enough time in the day for you to get what you got to do done, no less texting you every five seconds while I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Letting each other do what they got to do throughout the day is normal for relationships that have been going on for five, 10, 15, 20 years because a lot of time our lives are very you're on the same um i forgot jay-z had a line he said every day is pretty much the same except like the first first of 15 minutes or something like that so like they already know what you do at work they already know what your drive home is like 
Right. They already know what your drive to work is like. They already know what you ate for lunch because you packed it when you left out the crib. Shout out to Jordan Allen. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so you already know like what your day is. They already know what it is. So texting you throughout the day is just a waste of time for both of us. Let's just give each other some space. Do what we got to do. Just in case anything pops up, I'm not going to hide from answering my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to answer a text. I'm going to answer a phone call. I'd much rather you call me. Something needs to be said. Just give me a call. I'll answer. You know what I'm saying? I got. I appreciate that. Quick question. Are you like, is this, you telling this off the rip, like in the beginning stages? Or is this like when you're like, when she's your girl? Those nah, this is through the talking stage, through the <laughs> our first couple <laughs> the, of dates. Like, yo, I'm not going to be no like, yo. It's easy for me to not speak to a girl that I'm just starting to date. I won't speak to you until it's time for us to go out on a date, and that's fine with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't talk to you for a week. I might talk to you twice during the week. I don't have no problem that's a, doing that. That's a tough take. Yeah, that's Ooh. a real tough take. Because, like, how does a girl know if you really care? I mean, I think I show that other ways. Like me talking to you all day, every day is I don't I don't see much value in that. Even like they talked about on I was watching an interview, one of the Breakfast Club interviews, and they had a dude up there talking about how the time that you spend, if you spend let's say ten hours, twenty hours talking to a person through text, it's not going to amount to the amount. To, it's not going to amount to the feeling that you have or the feeling that your brain gets when they actually take time to come and see you and you're actually talking to that person and mm. spending real time with them like that like the texting and like i always felt that way and then that whole test that they did or experiment that they did just proved that hearing that just proved it like that i don't really get i can't remember too many times where i was like yo this was the greatest time of my life and I can think about or I this is the best thing that I heard and it was through a text you know what I'm saying like yeah or I felt the best and through a text like it's always something that I see in person spending time with people in person so it's like that time that I that time I cherish and you can tell like when I'm out with somebody I'll barely be on my phone I'm attentive to you like I'm paying attention to you I'm paying attention to what you're saying what you thinking what you what you moving like like I'm how I show them that I'm spending time that I care about them is right. me actually spending real time like actually going to see them physically like in the flesh showing up that's a tough take because how can somebody who people who do who do like long distance relationships I feel like they need to speak to that person every day <laughs> yeah you're right though you're right I because like I ain't gonna say I can attest to that, but I can attest to that. So like, they need to communicate that person every single day. So it's not like, be able to just speak to somebody once a week or twice a week. And then when you see them, like it's all right, I'm gonna give you my full attention. It's like, you don't know how that person feels, you know? Like they probably be thinking about you, wanna speak to you the whole time. But although you're busy, it kind of like takes away from how that person feels. Cause like relationships about compromising and communication, all that shit comes into, that's another thing with relationships. I feel like. Yeah. People who do long distance, they have to communicate. And like when they see each other, they have to give like that full undivided like, attention. Exactly. And it has to be that way. And I man, listen. I've 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 been in I've been in a few where it was like we were talking and we were further away or dating even. Um mm-hmm. and it's kinda like you like you said, you that person almost fully expects you to talk every day. Like it's yeah. it's not a 
right, you know, I just wasn't, you know, around today, so that's why I didn't hit you up. It's like, nah, like, the least you can do in a long-distance relationship is just that, like, just communicate at least every day. Like, all right, boom, this is what's going on. I think those call for more communication than not. I feel like, Jimmy, if I if, if I can take a, a educated guess, I would say that you haven't been in a long-distance relationship before. I haven't necessarily, kind of, but not not a serious long-distance relationship. I understand where Bayonne is coming from, whereas they would want to speak to that person on a regular basis. And again, if this is a long-distance relationship, I'll extend it to before we go to sleep, we just hop on the phone for a few hours and chop it up about the day. Like, I'm cool with that. Or text throughout the day. Like, texting throughout the day, like, I'm not saying don't ever text me or don't ever call me. That's the problem. The small talk. All right, cool. Woo, yeah, there we go. I, yeah. I can't I can't do the small talk. All right, we got to be talking about something. It's got to be worthwhile. Like, the small talk as far as, oh, what's my day like? How, nah, if there's something going on that you need to speak on, let's speak on it. But other than that, I'm not, I'm not really with the small talk. I believe that I, I'm, a, I'm a full supporter of that um, but if going to what Bayon said about the compromising aspect I've compromised in, the, in that regard a little bit because it's like I know people who can call me right now and give me a full 20 minutes of nothing nothing important like I can't use and shout out to Jordan Allen because I, <laughs> I just I just got off the phone telling him that exact thing um, where it's like I, I have to give people a limit of 15 minutes unless it's like you got like unless you need to vent Unless you got like a question regarding whatever it is that you know I might be able to help you with, you got 15 minutes. You know, like I don't want, I don't care what Joe Budden did, I don't care what what he did. If y'all yeah, saw, bring it up, Joe. Yo, 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 I have to because that Joe is just the best example. Um, if y'all can see my muted word list for Twitter, like I, I have to because just I just it's just too much. And besides, people are gonna try to call me later and be like, "Yo, did you see uh, such?" No, no, I didn't. I didn't catch that. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to talk about the weather. You know I'm saying you good, yeah. great, you doing all right. All right, cool. You know, like, but you know what, the ladies, I'm a, I'm a little nicer, if you will, but still, kind of the point remains is like, all right, we done said what we did today. If it went well or didn't go well, I don't want to sit here and talk about what we're gonna do tomorrow. I don't want to talk about the possibility of snow this weekend. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about none of that shit. <laughs> I really don't. So I get you, but like I said, to Bayon's point, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to seek out more balance. Where Bayon is like, nah, every day is like a realistic expectation. Where Jimmy is like, eh, once or twice a week is like the most you get from me. I'm in the middle. You know, like I'll go a week where it's like five days of straight like Facetime calls towards the end of our days type of thing. Um, and then next week it might be just two phone calls, you know, like not saying I'm keeping track, but just like that's an example of like my balance that I'm seeking out with that. At the end of the day, fellas, communication, like we, we got the communication in a relationship part now, right? I want to talk about the communication between child and parent. I want to I want to get a little bit more into that because, you know, I, I think... Bayon's podcast. Shout out to see you, see you Tuesday. Um, I think they did a pretty good job covering uh, the relationship aspect of it. I want to talk more about what it's like to have to stay in a child's place where a parent may feel as though, you know, they don't have to explain themselves to a child or communicate to the child like what they're doing and what what time, you know, like that type of expectation. Or have you guys ever been a part of 
Well, no, I know Bayonne, you you from the Haitian sensation. So I know there's there's parents parents only talk to you to do one thing is just tell you what they want you to do. But, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, but I'm not I'm not gonna assume fully. So I want you brothers to go ahead and uh, open up with with that if y'all will. My parents like they grew up like with an old school mindset of like they don't they really focus on like you know go to school and once you go to school you'll find a job and all like the typical stuff and they're very judgmental towards people who don't go to school which I find is problematic because it's like not everybody needs to go to school to be successful like they don't see their kids dreams they just see what they wanted for them growing up you know what I'm saying which isn't a bad thing but I just feel like they never take the time to say hey like what do you want to do you know what I mean it's more of you have to do Especially like, and if it wasn't that way, it was just like, oh, this is a bad kid. Can't believe I, I, I gave you all of this. And it kind of backlashes and can affect. I could say like, my parents, like we had disagreements with a whole bunch of stuff with my major wise. And like, they didn't see that major and they wanted me to go to fucking be a fucking nurse. And like, no, I don't want to be a nurse. You know what I'm saying? So it's like balance. They just need to see your progression on what you're doing. As long as they see that, it's, it's hard because like, they just see like, oh, you did that, like, but it's just real toxic because like they'll they'll bring you down, but yeah. once you have it, they're like, oh my god, you did it. You know what I mean? It's really about finding your journey and like being yourself at the same time. No matter how many times they try to bring you down, you should still keep like your vision on what you want to do because at the end of the day, it's really your happiness. If you're doing something that you don't want to do, that can really affect parents beating the kids and then the kids growing up and beating their kids, and you know he. He opened up the door for me and my sister to be able to speak and voice our opinion on a lot of things. And uh, I'm very grateful for that because I think that gave me the confidence to be able to speak, which is what he had in mind in the first place. But to be able to speak on on, on anything that's on my mind, voice my opinion and and voice how I'm feeling. So I think in that aspect, we appreciate it a lot. But I think that the transition was a lot harder than what he realized. And the fact that because he was taught a certain way, he was quick to revert back to that. Like, you know, the floor would be open for us to have a conversation, but then in the middle of the conversation, if it gets too much against what he's saying, yeah, then it's like, oh, well, I could I could be whooping your ass right now. So you better right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know what oh, I'm so it's like it was it was it was productive 100 percent I believe it but at the same time there was there was barriers to that and you know it's only it, he put something in us for us to improve you know what I'm saying and so it was tough teetering that line I, I can say I had a lot of breakdowns talking to them not only my pops but my my mom also because my dad will tell you was against the whole letting us speak and voice our opinion. She was like, yo, if I say something, if y'all don't do it, you're getting your ass beat and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we kind of played with it that way. Like, you know, for a lot of times it was like, all right, you know, if my mom says something, just do it. And then if my dad says something, for the most part, you just do it. But, you know, if if he left room for uh, communication, then you try to take advantage. So teetering that line was, I think it helped me to be able to, to, to see both sides understand when maybe the conversation is about to go left yeah. to be able to see when or see who is willing to have the conversation 
who is looking to have a conversation, who's not looking to have a conversation. These things help me throughout my relationships, you know what I'm saying? It's like, now I know how to maneuver. And I think that that, him putting that on the table and now me taking it and, and trying to improve on that, when I have kids, I'll be prepared to open the floodgates and allow them to speak on any situation. And I think that my ability to say why they should do something and why it would benefit them is going to trump any feelings of them not wanting to do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That was what it was like growing up for me. Yeah, nah, like, I, I understand, man. Like, I grew up with my grandparents, so um, emphasis on the grand because they were old. Um, and they're... Hey, no age shaming, man. Listen, nah, for real, because... When people mock my whole uh, Marvin Gaye catalog, or when I got to jump into some some Al Green, it's like, yo, who are you? Like, they're my grandparents. <laughs> you feel me? That's just the temptations, the spinners. I, I know all of them, but um, but not nah, like there. Uh, there was absolutely no communicating your feelings. There was no uh, let's work on a solution to make sure this doesn't happen again. It was. All right, this is, gets taken from you. That gets taken from you. Um, what else you got? Uh, that's all yeah. I got. Uh, let me take your TV from you. It's like, damn. Yeah. I, I wasn't gonna turn it on, but she took that out. Um, there were times where I would lose my like my whole room. Like I would have to sleep like in the living room type of thing. Yeah. Just there was no communication. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I was able to be surrounded around like parents who were a little bit younger, obviously, um, and. They, they weren't necessarily, you know, the whole let's sit down and talk as a family type, but they would at least hear, you know, my friends out, you know, it was normally their parents. Um, and they weren't always so quick to be first and ask questions later type of raising or chastise or even yell over. Because even when you, you try to voice your opinion to like certain black parents, it's like they just get louder. It's like yeah, liter literally what we importance of just being able to communicate without the person already being prepared to answer what it is yeah. or rebuttal whatever it is yeah. that you have coming um but i say that to say that i feel as though these are all necessary for us to break that mold you know everyone always talks about breaking generational curses and all that good yeah shit. i'm um, definitely on that side yeah that i feel as though it's literally our job and our civic duty to be that way for I'm not going to assume everybody wants kids but whether it's nieces and nephews um, just the younger generation um, in, in total like give them the space to open up because if you don't give them that space I've even noticed in coaching like if you don't give them the chance to at least explain you're just like no 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 I seen what I seen get to the bench blah 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 and then you're just losing them. and we hitting that up you know what I'm saying yeah you're right you're right I guess okay. normally it's Jimmy we waiting on but Jimmy was out he's like yo they don't coming and I just want to leave the show out on this note right here. Can't raise them or bring them up in a way that you were brought up. Because that, ladies and gentlemen, creates what we call a cycle. We thank you for tuning into this week's episode of For the Community Podcast. Listen, if you want to follow anyone who's on the show today, whether it's to link up, partner up with or just have a genuine conversation with the brother's information is located in the description box below the episode below the episode you'll find all the information you need once again we appreciate you guys for tuning in uh good better best never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best let the love overpower the hate 24 8 
and uh, we'll see you guys next week.